You are listening to the Fantasy Joes Podcast, your weekly dose of fun and unique fantasy football talk with a focus on Dynasty. And now, here are your hosts, Trey Barrett, Will Greenwood, and Ryan Livergood. Hey, that's right. We're back. We're the Fantasy Joes. I am at Roto Librarian, Ryan Livergood. And joining me this evening from Minneapolis, Minnesota, it's Will the Thrill. Greenwood, everybody. Oh, I'm so excited for the end of this World Series game. Psych! More excited to talk about dynasty values of quarterbacks. It's the QB show. That's right. One of the things we realize is we've talked a lot, especially about wide receivers this season. And it's such a weird season for wide receivers. That's why. It is. Everybody acknowledges that. And we want to talk about them all the time. But we're going to stick to QBs and focus on QB values. So... I don't know if you saw this, Will, but in the show sheet, I threw in a trade that happened in one of my leagues, um, which I want to get your opinion on. Just kind of a warm-up, a kind of, a kind of icebreaker. Well, right. Uh, I don't know if you know, really know, looked at the show sheet, because the one thing I wanted to talk about this week was I won two separate matchups this week by less than a point, but then also lost a matchup by .02 points. That was in Foot Clan Dynasty League, Ryan. You're in that league. Yes. Uh, I think it was in Foot Clan Dynasty League. Might have been no, because that one rounds up. It was in anyway, unimportant. It's <laughs> great. But, uh, great start. You win some, you lose some, you know, in weekly, and just don't, you know, take a relax. Uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Yeah, that's that's don't close. let it affect your day to day life. Don't go beating your spouses because of your fantasy losses. It's not their fault, it's yours. <laughs> No, it's it's the people on Twitter that you take advice from and you can yell at them. It's like, you told me to start this guy. Uh, you call yourself an analyst, you loser. Uh, I had a friendly reminder today from one of my coworkers. Uh, he goes, hey, Will, remember at the beginning of the season, you're like, I think the Niners are going to be like a sneaky good defense. And turns out it's not sneaky at all. They're just a good defense. Because, <laughs> you know, they invested in D4. They got Bosa. Right. They're all getting healthy. I said, I think the Niners could be a good defense this year. And that's what I was telling people. Because we were doing best ball drafts in the offseason, you know? Yeah. And uh, I felt, I don't know, it warmed my heart a little bit. That It's good to hear that. It's also bad when you realize you give bad advice. So going into last year, I had lunch with, with a guy. Fade Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, Fade Cooper Cup. I had lunch with a guy, and he was telling me, that, you know, like I was talking, to, like he had the first pick, and then like he picked on the 2-3 turn. I think, I think, or something like that. And I basically said, you got to grab Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski going to have a monster year. Gronk. He's going to be the difference maker in this league. And he drafted Gronk and he didn't make the playoffs. And I felt like it was my fault because that was bad advice in hindsight. Cause I really was all in, on Gronk going into last year. But oh well, well. one of the things about being passionate about fantasy football is not expressing that passion to other people, especially in dynasty or rookies or what you're doing you can easily convince other people by just being passionate about a player. That's true. Yeah. When really like you should always make your own decisions. At the end of the day. Right. Right. We just, we love it. Why not get excited? Yeah, no, it, it, we are excited. And that's why people sometimes listen to us. Sometimes it works out for them. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. This trade, <laughs> this, this is in my, this is in my Chicago local league and Mitchell Trubisky was packaged because you have to package him to move him with Alvin Kamara. And the return for Trubisky and Kamara was Le'Veon Bell, Dak Prescott, and then some 2021 picks, a 2021 second and two 2021 thirds. So what do you think of that deal? You're, you're upgrading your QB situation. 
and you're downgrading your running back situation. What do you think? Well, it depends. If you're competitive now, uh, and you're just trying to win for this year, Bellas passes by, their schedule looks all right. You know, they can't really get any worse, potentially. Uh, Kamara could be more hurt than what we know. There's a lot of risk involved there. Mr. Trubisky isn't a good long-term asset anyway. No. So I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't mind it from the Bell side uh, or the the Trubisky side. Giving it up very honestly, the only thing that I really just like about this trade is twenty twenty one picks. If you're moving for those, I just don't get it. Uh, and maybe maybe I'm weird, but I think like sending picks, even if you're sending them, I think sending a pick two years in the future is unwise. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Um, I guess if you have to close the deal, and um, I think it's always a good idea to try to get something extra to close the deal, so getting those picks is good. But yeah, you never know what those picks are going to be like. Um, I, I like the deal. I mean, I think it's fair both ways, but I really like the deal for the DAC side. I, I mean, as much as I like Alvin Kamara, I, I think that getting out, getting value out of Mr. Trubisky right now is smart because he is, is done, folks, I'm telling you. And you're so getting it's funny that they acquired a 2021 third just to move a 2021 third because they had two of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, just, just kind of a way to, to warm us up. I wanted to see what you thought about that. Um, I, mean, I gave you a real spicy opinion. You did. No, you, you definitely gave me a spicy opinion. I want to hear some more spicy opinions about quarterbacks and QB values because it's been an interesting year, a year with a lot of injuries, a year that's seen some of these guys that we had a lot of hope about, um, a lot of faith in, like a Baker Mayfield. Hasn't The year hasn't gone well for Baker Mayfield. Guys like Mitchell Drabisky that I know we weren't necessarily super high on, but I certainly thought he was going to ascend to at least be a, a quarterback two, or like a, like a mid Yeah, like put him like right there at like quarterback 17, 18 overall, maybe 15. He's some spike weeks where he's going to win you a week. And, and, and yeah, it's, it's been a disaster. It has been an absolute disaster. So, and I personally blame you, Ryan, because you're a Bears fan. Yeah, that's fair. You should blame me. Um, where do you want to begin? Where, where should we start this quarterback conversation? Do you want to uh, start with, with a guy like Baker Mayfield? Well, I think one – this is very important to keep in mind. We mentioned it a little bit on the Patreon show is that uh, rookie quarterbacks coming in the NFL are extremely hard to evaluate. So when you're moving in or drafting uh, rookies in your rookie draft, just be ready for, I feel like even more high variance than any other position. Yeah, for sure. I, and I think one of the other thing about rookie quarterbacks and it is that cliche that we're really bad at about evaluating them. And I think that class with Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Mitch Trubisky, prime example of that, because people forget, or people that have just been playing Dynasty for a couple of years forget that we were kind of writing off that quarterback class. We're like, this is a bad group of quarterbacks, really bad group of quarterbacks. Well, you were right if you were referring to Mitchell Trubisky. You got that one right. But two of those guys are elite Dynasty assets with Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And I don't care what you hear now. No, maybe people had a little bit of faith that they might do something, but no one was talking them up. I mean, people weren't taking those guys with the, with the 101 and in, in their, um, you know, super flex drafts that I, that I can remember anyway, maybe a, a handful of people that were huge fans, but, but no, that wasn't the case. So we just don't know about the quarterback position guys like Josh Allen. That a lot of us thought would be complete bust have been, I mean, the jury's still out on him, but he's, Right now he's quarterback 18. He, he's definitely startable in a Superflex league. 
Uh, same with Daniel Jones. So, yeah, we – Well, that's, that's quarterback 18 in total points, right? Because he's had his bye. That's right, in total points, yeah. So, so like, DLF has him as their uh, 11th-ranked quarterback overall. Pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Averages go. Like, these, he's really crept up there. That's what yeah. matters. Yeah, no, I yeah, I adjusted it. You're right. And my listing, you know, probably scoring's a little bit different, number twelve. But yeah, you're right. He's a QB one back in. No, I'm just saying this is a ranking. It's nothing to do with like oh, okay. points and score. Okay, okay. Like dynasty rankings. That's what I'm always curious about. Like how much are these things fluctuating? But yeah, Josh Allen's in the top twelve, man. QB one. And I think another mistake we made, like when into startup drafts or some people made. You know, guys like like a Matt Ryan were slipping because of his age, even though he had produced. We, you know, we were taking, uh, you know, younger guys that didn't have the the same record of production over Matt Ryan, and you know, until he got hurt, I mean, he's he's been a monster this year. You know, he's even missing a game. He's he's still, uh, um, well, I'm I'm actually sorting on on points per game. He, you know, he's a top five fantasy quarterback, so. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is interesting. Matt Stafford, who a lot of people dismiss, but the fantasy Joes, we were talking him up. Matt Stafford. Quarterback seven uh, in terms of fantasy points per game. So, um, and, I, and I have to admit, Aaron Rodgers, Will, when, when Scott Conner was on the show, I made this, I, I said this dumb thing like I, I do several times a year about, oh, Aaron Rodgers, he's done. He's no longer elite. He's, he's gone back to the pack. And last couple of weeks, maybe it has a lot to do with his matchups, but. He's looked really good. <laughs> He's got 16 touchdown passes and only two interceptions. He's a pretty good quarterback, Will. <laughs> Turns out he's wildly talented. Yeah. Just so, oh. He's 35, though. He's getting old. Like, there is a reason to fade him for sure. But, uh, yeah. And, and, but when it comes to matchups, like, what do you want from a quarterback against soft matchups? You want him to dominate. Like, and it's not all quarterbacks do that. So That's very true. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Sam Darnold because he's got this stretch where it's just really unbelievable. It's like a, it's like a dream, you know, who the, the teams he's playing. But can he do anything with it? You know? Yeah, I'm sure Adam Gase will let him throw like 18 passes a game. Uh, turns out Adam Gase doesn't like any of the players on his own team. Uh, Dow Loggins will somehow have some input on the offense. And since the other team is sending any sort of pass rushers, he decides that he can't start Sam Darnold anymore. Uh, because the team's focusing on them. I don't know. That, the, Jets seems, <laughs> the Jets scare me a lot still. It's that Dow Loggins. Ever since he was at the Bears and said that teams were double-teaming Tariq Cohen or, like, no team on the field, so that's why he's not playing them. And he's just – like, he's one guy who's failed upwards too many times to me. That, that's for sure. Hey, Will, let's, let's stop, start at the top of the list and let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, you talked about this on the Patreon show, but do you want to mention the, the trade again? Because you actually sold Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a one very prestigious league that I'm in that uh, the guys from the Dynasty Trade Calculator put on. So we did a live draft here in Minnesota. It was real intense, by the way, that live draft. Because you had to walk up. I've already talked about this, but you had to walk with the podium and like select your pick on the big screen. He had to use, like, the laptop where it was, like, in first for some reason. Like, maybe is he some sort of weird gamer? I don't know. That is awesome, though. That is awesome. Um, so, but, yeah, so uh, I was talking with JP. This is where this trade went down. So his team hasn't gone as planned. There was a Debbie component to the draft. I took Travis Etienne, I think, in the seventh or eighth round, the startup. I can't remember. Anyway, 
But I had Patrick Mahomes, and I'm the leading point scorer in this league. Things are going well. So I sent Patrick Mahomes, Travis Etienne, and two third-round picks, which translate to rookie cash. Uh, this is going to be my first rookie cash league, so uh, I'll let you guys know how that kind of all turns out. Because I don't, I, we really haven't even decided the scale for these things, which kind of cracks me up that uh, we have no basis for, for what rookie picks are actually worth. But uh, somehow it matters. So, and then I got Baker Mayfield, Odo Beckham, Paris Campbell, and a 2021st from a team that's like, let's say, a competing team. Uh, yeah. So the key components of the deal we can say are, are just Odell Beckham and then Baker Mayfield, really. Yeah, I actually think Travis Etienne does factor in, but I also think to me, that's why I, I kind of hammered home that I wanted Paris Campbell. Because I do think that Paris Campbell has dynasty value. It just isn't coming out this year, and I'm okay with that. Just like Travis Etienne won't because he's uh, in college. Yeah. So Mahomes, I mean, what, like, he wasn't this guy that you felt that you, you had to hold on to with the vice grip. Like, he, like he, he was a guy that you sold. And I think you got a good return because people, you know, will, will forget. They may think, oh, Will traded the, the, the best player in that deal. But you got Odell Beckham, who is a first round startup dynasty pick. And you got a guy like Baker Mayfield, who, although is slumping right now, still has tremendous potential. He was a guy that was going really early on in startups as we came into the year. So, but, but what, so, you know, but he's still your quarterback one. What, I guess what motivated you to want to sell? Is it just the fact that it puts your team in a better position? Or do you think that we're valuing him just as this unicorn that maybe he's not quite? So I'm an acquirer of uh, Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham right now. They, this is a low point for the Browns, shockingly. <laughs> How many low points can one team have? But this is, you know, it's not working out, and we should have known better than to think that this, this pairing, this match made in potential heaven, was going to work out in year one. But I think as we see the rest of the season go on, I, I, only, I only see this getting better. I know that their schedule's harder, but I even think Baker looked better against the Patriots than he did uh, in the earlier games. And the Patriots still dominated. And he threw that really dumb interception on that like shovel pass. But like that, that, that stuff I don't really care about. You know, and it's doesn't really, I mean, it affects fantasy a little bit, but I think you, you, I'm seeing, you were seeing some progression uh, in what they're doing. And I think that, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of buying in now in, in a buy low period that I see with the Browns. And I think these are two elite super flex dynasty assets that I, when I, when I see that I can trade one, first round pick for a second and third, you know, or like a, you know, maybe like a late first, uh, late second or early third type of thing. That's uh, something that I want to capitalize on. Yeah. And I think that's a great explanation. I also think that with Patrick Mahomes, granted, you know, the, you know, high ankle sprain that he had before, um, you know, he had the, um, you know, the, what, what what was the name of the injury? The what was kneecap? Dislocated no, kneecap. Dislocated kneecap, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, we we were we were starting to see that, you know, with that injury, that you you know he wasn't as mobile. He he wasn't he wasn't looking nearly as good those last couple of games before the injury. So, I, I think it's just a reminder that a lot of things can happen. And if you're able to turn asset like Patrick Mahomes as as elite as he as he is, and he's special, and he could be the greatest player of all time someday in theory you you can get an elite wide receiver and, and a guy that's basically his age baker mayfield i i think that's a deal that you 
you got to seriously consider. And especially because it helps you now because you're a contender. So that's the other thing too. The, the, you know, Patrick Mahomes isn't playing right now and we're not, yeah, I know there's talk of him coming back maybe this weekend, but we don't know that for sure. We don't know, really know when he's going to come back. When he comes back, is he, is he going to be as effective? We just don't know this stuff. Well, and, so. and so here's, yeah, and one of the reasons too is I think you can take advantage of that as a uh, quote-unquote contending team. Uh, other teams see you as selling off as a depressed asset, but then you can actually negotiate a deal that, I don't know, like on paper is pretty fair both sides. You know, you're not, you're not overpaying for something, but you might be able to get a player that you believe in or players that you think could increase in value, like this one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Odell Beckham is, is definitely going to, there's a dip right now. I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield, I, I like, I just think they're both going to increase in value. I guess there's a world where they, where Baker Mayfield doesn't. Um, but, but we've seen Odell Beckham and he, he is, he's elite, man. He's so good. Yeah. People just forget about that. They forget how good he is. Cause he is really good. I do. I do miss the, the, like the, like, like Mahomes is like a, like a thunder blanket, you know, like when in doubt you put that on and, you relax because uh, you know that no matter what you feel like Mahomes is going to be fine for the future. So he's that comforting weighted thunder blanket. Maybe it's a little warmed up. Maybe it's not, who knows, <laughs> but uh, he's definitely a comforting, comforting player to have on your squad. So losing him is, I mean, it, I'm not going to say it doesn't make me nervous. Like I'm not sitting here like whipping my hat around, you know, doing a little cowboy step, but uh, I, th- I don't know. I think there was a fun, a fun thing to do. And I'm excited about the value. Yeah. Then the number two, I so I pulled out the DLF ranking since you've got them up. They've got Deshaun Watson as their number two QB, and I think I like that ranking. I think for me, it, it's, it's it's pretty obvious he's the number two. Uh, do you have any? Uh, well, how far apart do, do you think Deshaun Watson has closed the gap with Patrick Mahomes? Or do you think it's still pretty pretty uh, pretty deep? I think it's pretty deep. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, yeah, because because Watson's not quite as consistent. Obviously, he's got some offensive line issues, um, but but I do think that Deshaun Watson and then Russell Wilson, who's their number three ranked quarterback, I feel like those three. Maybe Patrick Mahomes is a tier by himself. Then I think you've got Watson and Russell Wilson in a tier. Some people may want to throw in Lamar Jackson or Dak, but I feel like there are questions after the top three guys. I think I think there's still questions about Lamar Jackson, and I'm still not sold on Dak at all. <clears throat> and maybe yeah. I'm just wrong about him, but. For him to be the number five ranked quarterback to me is astounding. Me too. I mean, me too. Uh, I mean, he, he, you look at his numbers, he's obviously been really good. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe do we, do we just have some kind of, I don't know, like but I, them or something? Because if you, if you look at like the last several years, you know, in, in 2018, he, was you know your your QB twelve, uh, twenty seventeen. Let's see where he was. He was at QB ten. So he's he's been a quarterback one well ever since he's his been. whole career. Yeah. So why aren't we buying in, Ryan? What's wrong with us? I, I don't I don't know. I, I I guess I think that when I watch Dak, I think he's he's a good NFL quarterback. But I, I just and I, I you know what it is too. He's had stretches where he's been he's played really poorly. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like late twenty seventeen. He had that stretch where. Uh, you know, offensive line injuries, or maybe it was last year where he, he, you know, you were riding Dak and then all of a sudden you just couldn't play him. And, and maybe, maybe that's what it is. That happens with players that we have, that we just remember those stretches where they just didn't help you at all. And, and you, you just kind of ingrain that in your head. And then you just were like, eh, I don't want to play that. I don't want to acquire that guy. Yeah. To me, he's Alex Smith with, with the chiefs, just younger. <laughs> 
I'm not kidding. When it comes to like rushing and efficiency and things like that, uh, Alex Smith finishes QB one all the time, but we never really respected that, you know. And and maybe maybe it's on us, Ryan, to move Dak Prescott up. But I just I really somebody who isn't a good passer, uh, like I think objectively he's not a good passer. Uh, he you know can can run the game and it runs through Zeke and he's on a good you know that team can do that. But I think when it comes to just like arm talent, Dak's not that good. So it he scares me, and that's why I paid him. Yeah, that, that's that's fair. I, I mean, it is hard to argue with his consistency, um, and it's amazing. Like the six rushing touchdowns every year, like his first three seasons, league six rushing touchdowns. Seven games in, he's got three rushing touchdowns. So it's like he's gonna hit it. It's just like, <laughs> it's like you can just count on it, right? It's like as soon as he hits six, though, next time he's gonna kneel on the goal line. Yeah, it's like going for that seven. I was like, ah! I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. And, and he, I mean, you know, statistically, you know, it does appear that he's having a, uh, he's on pace to throw for more yards. His completions percentage is, is the highest it's ever been in his career this year. Well, the team invested in Amari Cooper. Yeah, you know, like they're replacing Dez in that way, like to have an alpha dog on the wide receiving core. I think Michael Gallup is really emerging. For sure. Uh, Jason Witten's back to dad around all over the field. <laughs> it would be like that, that nice, like, you know, thunder blanket out there for him. So uh, maybe it's time, Ryan, for us to move him up. But I, I struggle because I think in, in, like, in Dynasty, I would still take Aaron Rodgers over Dak Prescott. So that's where kind of my rankings are going to start to vary. Uh, a little bit and, and actually looking at these I think we should do a practice where, where we go through and do rank these guys but that isn't very interesting content on the well you know it's not bad you know what we could do we could do a super flex QB draft just we, we didn't even plan this folks what do you think will you want to draft these guys talk about them as we draft them yeah let's do it uh on, and also fun. doesn't really need to be super flex could also be super oh, QB okay draft. well well I mean you can argue I guess it doesn't matter yeah we, it, it's super flex anyway because yeah. we plan super flex leagues. but yeah you're right it doesn't matter because it's well you'd be able to argue that the flip side they having one quarterback is going to have more quarterbacks than the waiver wire anyway okay let's go all right so I'm taking Mahomes you... <laughs> I started the draft so I take I, I got the okay um, I'll go to Sean Watson okay this is fascinating so far our listeners are captivated we, we, um, so number three, this is where it gets interesting. Not really for me. I'm pretty firmly on the Russell Wilson um, bandwagon with this. And I know Lamar Jackson's younger, but I, I just think Russell Wilson, he's 30 years old. He's so good. I, I just love that guy. I love him. And I'm very happy taking him at number three. So the fun story is Ryan. I remember recapping that draft with the, you know, I don't know if you know this, Ryan, but this was a, uh, an expert's draft, you know, with the, the dynasty trade calculator yeah. boys. You, you mentioned uh, it. I you took Russell the- Wilson in the second round. So I went quarterback, quarterback in that league. And, uh, you know, I was a little bit worried about having like egg on my face from that because the, the way things were going, but very, very, very excited about the way it went. Uh, so number four overall, is- I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. All right. This is awesome. So first of all, do you, you don't disagree with uh, Russell Wilson picking number three? No. Okay. Dude's elite, man. I actually had. I think. I think if you moved Russell Wilson ahead of Deshaun Watson, that's there's nothing wrong with that. I, and I think I'm okay with that too, because I think what this season has re- reminded us, like, let's not undersell these older quarterbacks, these veteran guys. And, and Russell Wilson, he's like really in his prime. He still has many, many years ahead of him. 
And he's not running. It's not like his running is driving his fantasy value. Right, right. Yeah, he's just so – and I know, and I know the offense, you know, kind of holds him back because they want to run the ball and everything. But still, he's just so damn efficient that it, – it, Right, and you're going to have to go – so I chose fourth, you know. Let's stop uh, okay. filibustering no, here. You don't want to talk about – no, I'm not filibustering. What about Aaron Rod- – I mean, you want to say about anything about Aaron Rodgers? So a lot of people will be surprised by that because, he, he, as you pointed out, he's, uh, he's almost 36 years old. Yeah, but I think, like, let me, give, let me get that three-year window of elite Aaron Rodgers production still. And that's we're seeing it. it. Like, they have no wide receivers. And <clears throat> I may be, like, the old – it's funny because I always feel like I'm the like young, innovative one of this uh, fancy Joe's group, but I may be like the old little dog in the house, you know, like saying <laughs> that uh, <clears throat> I think he has a few years left. And, you know, Lamar Jackson is, uh, it, it kind of kills me because I think he's, he's the cheat code, but I'm just, I'm, I'm gun shy of that. Yeah. I, I, I think I have to take him at number five, but I, I do have some reservations. I, I did actually think about another guy and I'll, I'll bring him up when, when it's, it's when I, when I do take him, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's the Konami code factor for Lamar Jackson. I, I mean, I, I, I do have my concerns long-term, but I think what he's, we've seen of him, we, you got to go with him here. Yeah. I kind of regret Aaron Rodgers, not Lamar <laughs> Jackson. Maybe I'll flip that back. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> really mixing things up here, but at number six, this is, I mean, I feel like I get all the hard picks right now with this uh this joe's draft it'll get harder for everybody come on but i'm gonna i'm gonna scoop up carson Wentz. damn it i like that pick i i, I was thinking about Wentz actually at number five um I, I know he hasn't had the best year but he also hasn't had the sean jackson and i i just think that i think the eagles are a really great franchise and i think they're gonna surround him with the weapons that he needs uh, as he i do I, that's a that's a trust in the team pick for sure yeah yeah so and i think he's gonna have a, a monster second half of the season i think when when just jackson comes back i think it's gonna open up that philly offense i think he's he you know if he's on your Superflex team i think you gotta feel really good about that I, not that he himself will be a league winner but i mean he, he'll be on some teams that win championships i think okay um so number seven. See now, now it gets hard for me. So because... Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Carson Wentz. Right. Yeah, I mean, because I I can't. Oh man, this is where I think it gets tough. You know what I'm going to do? And this is crazy um, from an H point of view. I think I go Matt Ryan here. I know. Uh, I, know no. I know that's crazy because his age and everything, but. Like the guy just is, he's producing the last couple of years. He's really produced and, 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 you know, he's almost 35 years old, but just give me that production up there. And, you know, Kyler Murray was tempting Baker Mayfield. There are questions about those guys. I, you know, will, what is Kyler Murray? I, I know it's his first year in the league, but you know, how many touchdown passes has he thrown? And this is one of those things. I, uh, I so with the eighth overall pick in the fantasy Joe's quarterback draft, I will take Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Okay. You're taking Kyler Murray, you know, a guy that's thrown seven touchdown passes this year, four interceptions, rushed for two touchdowns, even though the guy was supposed to be a monster on the ground. Um, yeah, I what, get what, it. Do you, what do you think is holding him back? I little, mean, he's, he's little, uh, growing pains. I think that he's scared of the NFL a little bit. He got talked about getting beat up, and you can see him shying away from those types of things. And the Cardinals are just bad right now. I think they'll get a little bit better. Yeah. Even, even Fitzgerald has been, like, objectively not, not great. Uh, 
Like, like even Chris Harris isn't like the biggest fan of him this year. So like, that's, you know, it's hard. Yeah. And I think Christian Kirk, as I've said, he's a, he's a buy candidate kids. As I said before, go out and buy Christian Kirk while you can. Um, I, I, I would have taken him here probably. Uh, and I'm having some regrets, but not, not really. I, I think I made the right pick, especially because I, I feel good. And, and Matt Ryan's going to be solid for many, many years. Uh, but next year that may look like a dumb pick. Okay. Number nine. The, see, I think this is where it gets really hard, right? In this draft. But <laughs> I think I, they're all difficult. They're all difficult. I guess I go with with Baker Mayfield here. And I, I don't feel great about it, but I'll go with Okay, him. okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think you just got to remember what he did his rookie season. It's not uncommon for a second-year quarterback to have struggles, and I think his situation will get better. I think their offensive line will get better. That will he he's not he's not done yet. I, I think it's a pretty good deal to get him here at number nine. All right, with number ten, I want to go Dak Prescott, but I'm going to go with Jared Goff. All right, that's interesting. Um, so why did you go Goff over Prescott? Uh, he signed a new contract with with the Rams, and uh, although they are struggling a little bit this year with what they're doing in Sean McVay, I think long term I still really like what they're doing as a team. Uh, I think that all the wide receivers they have on contract and his little uh, you know safety blanket of Cooper Cup uh, when he when Cooper Cup does well, Jared Goff does well as well, and I think that they're going to figure figure out what to do now with the running game moving forward. I don't think Sean McVay was ready for the offensive line to be this bad. Yeah, I, th- those are all good reasons. I, I I don't I don't hate the pick. And I'm just I not will... ready. To, I'm just not ready to take Dak yet. That's that's <laughs> the biggest thing, and it's our, might be our biggest hole as a draft right now. Ryan, is that we're uh, fading Dak too far? I'll take Dak right where he usually finishes, like that QB eleven range. So it's perfect. This is the right place for Dak. I mean, it's where he's always going to be, back end quarterback one. So I feel good about that. Like where he dropped yeah. eleven. So looking at the rest, like like, <laughs> like you're yawning, uh, it's like oh, yeah, all these all guys Josh are Josh Allen. Like these are the rankings. Uh, so at number twelve, I'd go Stafford. I love the pick. I I think that's good. I think I might have done the same thing. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, oh man, I I know I keep saying this. I should go, and this is where oh, I know I keep saying that's a cliche. So like, shut up, Ryan. I'm gonna. Oh, this is where the rubber meets the road. It is. <laughs> I, I this really pains me because I'm I'm skipping a guy that probably should go here, but I I still believe in Sam Darnold, so I'm cool. And I can't believe that Sam Darnold is actually the 13th wow. ranked QB here. But that's where we're at. That's just where we're at with dynasty rankings. I I I just I'm going for upside. At, at, you know, at the end of the day, which I said I shouldn't do, but I feel like now that we're at 13, 14, 15 why not go for the upside? So I'll, I'll go with, I'll, I'll go with Darnold. He's only 22 years old. He has potential despite what you've seen the past couple of weeks. What are you going to do? At, 14. Uh, wait, what? That was 13th, right? <laughs> that was 13. We're at 14 now. Yeah. So 14. Uh, I really want to go. So the, my thought process here for everybody's thinking of like, so I'm thinking of Josh Allen. I'm thinking of Cam Newton. Uh, the other one is I'm thinking of 
Kirk Cousins in there. I don't want Jameis Winston. I don't want Daniel Jones here. Uh, I'm going to go just straight upside and think that he's going to get better. I'm going to go 13 Josh Allen. 14 Josh Allen. 14 Josh Allen. We should have been typing these in the show sheet as we've been going along. I've been writing them on a piece of paper. That was probably his, was, was my dumb strategy. The technology uh, Joes. Here we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll, well, I'll do 15, then we'll read through. I'll buy you some time. I'll go with Cam here. I think this is a good place to take him at 15. I worry big time about Cam Newton and his health and if we're ever going to see the old Cam Newton again. But Because he's 30 years old, but he his body is like, you know, got to be 45 with the beating he's taken, right? That's yeah. Right. Um. So here's what we got. And maybe we, we stop here because now we're starting to get really like into this territory where these well, I was going to go Kirk Cousins next, which I think okay. is important to note just because that's in front of uh, Jalen Jones, um, James Winston. There's some, there's some guys in there. Uh, Garoppolo, who I still think I still have a Garoppolo conspiracy theory brewing uh, because they, he, his dead money next year is so low that maybe, maybe he, like he's not the one that's carrying that team. And if, no. If Shanahan can prove that that they don't need that and they want to put extra cap space into that defense again, yeah, I, I don't know. That team just seems to be like building in the right way and overpaying a quarterback where you could cut them with with low dead cap. Either I, I just think we're gonna see a little mix up, you know. I, I, that's my conspiracy. Yeah, no, I, I mean it's 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 a good observation. I, I want to pull up his game logs to see if he's played better, but yeah, he hasn't been been very good at all for for you. I mean, they're they're winning not 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 because Jimmy Garoppolo is doing anything great. I mean, he's you know nine touchdown passes, seven interceptions. Well, I think he has three or four games under two hundred yards. You are correct. Um, he has one, two, three, four games under two hundred yards. Yeah, and only crazy. only three games where he's thrown multiple touchdown passes. You know, his best game was at Cincinnati. Um, you know, where he he uh, two ninety six in the air with three touchdown passes and interception. Um, Cleveland, he threw four hundred eighty. That's not even that big of a boom, though. You know, the four <laughs> no, points not. for passing touchdown no. league. No, it's a you good four points for those touchdowns. What you get like another like uh, just under twelve for the passing yards. You know, twenty four minus interceptions. You're at twenty two. Like that's not a big week. No, it's not. And yeah, the, no, you're not. Um, you're, you're not. You're not feeling good about playing Jimmy Garoppolo. He, he's definitely a floor play for you, and it's pretty amazing because you think the way that team is rolling, but but obviously it's defense and and, and rushing the ball. So. Um, okay, so here's where we ended up with our 16. I think we probably should stop, but we can talk about some of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally fine. Just but run through them. Yeah, Mahomes, Watson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Cam Newton, and Kirk Cousins. Kirk D. Cousins. Uh, I think I'm going to get beat up for Lamar Jackson, like Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson. I might oh, I kind of regret that already. I'll get but... beat up over over Matt Ryan over Kyler Murray, so that's all good. We have to make it somewhat compelling if we just read the list, you know, down the down the list. Uh, well, I the thing is I don't feel overly bad about it, but I feel like Lamar Jackson this season, his performance so far has been just just incredible. So that's that's why. So if you had Lamar Jackson. Would you be shopping him for 
Aaron Rodgers plus? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that would make sense too if you've got Kyler Murray to shop for Matt Ryan plus. Maybe not, not now because Matt Ryan's injured and let's see how that plays out. But I do love Lamar Jackson though. Pretty good for a running back. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They're like sh- t-shirts you can buy. I think uh, Rotoware has t-shirts. <laughs> pretty great. Pretty great. Okay, any, any other f- final QBs you want to want to talk about here before we uh Jacoby Brissett would be the last one I wanted to see where your where your range was on him and where you're putting him in like your in your ranks like in a startup so if we went you know it's a good question you know like eight nine ten more picks is Jacoby getting picked in there is he getting picked ahead of guys like uh Drew Brees Dwayne Haskins is in there uh Philip Rivers uh Okay, so that's the, that's let's let's take all those guys. The one that scares me. I, I, I love I love Drew Brees, but uh, you know the age thing. I mean, we just it's 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 hard to get away from that. That because he was guy, the leading touchdown passer before this week, Jacoby. Right. No, I no his yeah his stats. Well, just so our listeners are aware, um, you know he's got fourteen touchdown passes, three interceptions. He doesn't do a lot on the ground. Um, uh, you know, but but not bad. 100 yards in the ground to touchdown. So, but he's yeah. not a runner. He's not a running quarterback. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, but he's mobile enough where I think he can. You know, get, get himself in trouble. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. He's not a mobile guy. He's not a it's more than Philip Rivers, Tom Brady. <laughs> but but essentially, he's tied. If you look at this fantasy points per game, he, he's he's tied with with Josh Allen in the rankings I'm looking at for uh, for at, at number 12. So he's you know low end quarterback one so far high in QB two. And he signed for another year. He signed for another so, year. And that, that Colts offense, that offensive line is great. I mean, great coaching them, staff, great coaching staff. So, yeah. So I think those guys you named Drew Brees, I, I take him over Drew Brees. Although I love Drew Brees, like, like the rest of this year, if you need a guy, um, take him over rivers. Rivers is really starting to fade. If you, if you watch him play this year, um, Haskins was a guy I really liked, but but I'm just scared to death of the Washington. I hate the Redskins. Yeah, I hate all Redskins hard in my, my book. And the, the other thing with him, it's, it. it's, it's the – I'm not saying it's Mitch Trubisky. Let's hope not. But he, he started one year, and he had a great, glorious year at Ohio State. But, you know, it's that thing. Like, we just – I think there's just too much that we don't know about him, and it's probably going to take him a while to develop. The Redskins are terrible as an organization. Yeah, if, and they're going to – they might ruin him. Yeah, if he gets one knee injury, uh, he's going to have surgery on it. It's going to get infected, and then he's, <laughs> they're not going to know what to do. Everybody yeah. who has surgery on that team, it ends up going really poorly for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, so I guess I – bad organization overall. Sorry. Hate the Redskins. Sorry, Redskins fans, but your team <laughs> is horrible. Uh, and your team isn't horrible. Your, the ownership of that team is horrible. Uh, your team name is horrible, and – yeah, let's be better in the future. But he's a guy in this draft, if we were to continue to go, like strong consideration at 17, like if we had kept going, for sure. Because So you're taking Jacoby Brissett over Mitchell Trubisky? Oh, yes. I'm taking pretty much anybody over Mitchell Pour Trubisky. one out. Pour one out, everybody. <sighs> yeah, it's... What it's about not- Jameis? Where do you put Jameis? Would you take Jacoby Brissett in front of Jameis Winston? Yeah, I would. I so- would. Because he's not going to be a starter next year, or maybe he gets one more opportunity. But uh, you know, I just think Jameis is a guy that you you can't feel comfortable starting um, because he, yes, he could win you your week, but he could easily lose you your week because of the turnovers. Depending on your league, does scoring. I, I mean, what's what's silly though? I look at this. I look at um, fantasy points per game, and Jameis is a QB one. 
it was hard to believe. Uh, you know, I've I've got him in one place, and that's my local library. He looks library. so bad. He looks so bad. His yeah, NFL performance is so bad. You can't invest in a player like it's like when Mariota was performing well. He's still a bad NFL quarterback, and you just have to think long term. It's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, no. So Jameis is uh, is a is a no go for me. Um, where where is Trey Barrett when you need to defend Jameis? Even Trey's not going to defend Jameis anymore. It's just. It's actually why I left the podcast because James <laughs> Lucy hasn't outperformed Russell Wilson yet. He's like, if I if I if I quit the podcast, I don't have to pay up on that bet, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Trey. <laughs> I love you, Trey. All right, um, that might be a good place to end. Unless there's, I mean, the, the, actually, talking quarterbacks is almost as fun as talking wide receivers. Well, it really is. I actually really enjoyed the the conversation. I hope everybody else did too. And I know that it was a little clunky with the draft. But I think uh, you get some opinions, and if you put Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers, I won't I won't blame you for it. But I think that uh, I don't know. Take the I, I take some consistency over non consistency. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up there. Tell us what you think. You can uh, talk to us at FF Joe's on Twitter. Uh, Will is at Joe underscore Will. I haven't given out your Twitter profile in a, a while, or Twitter, Twitter handle in a while, Will. Yeah, I'm almost up to 500 followers. Yeah, so let's get let's get Will above 500 followers for heaven's and sake. under 50 tweets. He's so. one of the best follows on Twitter, just because he doesn't clog your 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 Twitter feed, you know, because he never tweets anything. So it's it's nice. Just know when I retweet something, it matters. Oh, it matters. It really matters. I am at Roto Librarian. You can follow me as well. <laughs> and which isn't quite as exciting apparently you can follow me if you want to I, I retweet some interesting stuff and sometimes i'll throw up my own ryan's a great follow i see yeah, your stuff on twitter I am. i'm great he actually cares about that i'm just bad at social media because uh, i'm very sensitive so i don't want to put myself out there <laughs> although i'm not the best twitter follower because i like have a job like we're during the day for the most part <laughs> i'm like normal people i'm like like yeah like some people that's like all they do all day it's like like after work i was looking at one of the chats they're talking about trades it's like well i was a little bit of trade because i was at work i'm like like you weren't working like they pay you to work don't they <laughs> yeah it's, it's uh at our time not telling uh jp hurley from the dynasty trade calculator i don't know if you guys know who that is uh, who did that trade <laughs> because uh, I, I had to go to the bathroom you know as we're, we're chatting like early in the morning i want to be like hey man give me a second to get back to my desk to send over this trade offer <laughs> you couldn't have done this in the bathroom i mean you, you get your phone in the bathroom right like no nah, i just want to trust uh i've had fat fingers on the the phone lately like i don't know if you noticed in konami code i picked up mac holland somehow i don't remember how that happened <laughs> So I'm very scared about doing stuff on my phone now. Cause I got a new iPhone, you know, I got a new iPhone. So the spacing is slightly off. Yeah. And it turns out I just may not be able to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody out there in a contract league where it's very important to spend your dollars wisely. I picked up Mac Collins for $2 somehow. And I don't know how. Like I literally, when those waivers went through, I was like, wait, what's this? <laughs> Maybe with Siri, like, hey, Siri, pick up Matt Collins for $2. No, I bet you yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> also, patreon.com slash fantasy shows. We did a great Patreon show, so check that out. On behalf of Will Greenwood, I'm Ryan Livergood, and we are the Fantasy Joes. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>